On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, the Oklahoma City Thunder get their biggest win of the season, and it was a loss to the Orlando Magic. What does that mean for the future of the Thunder? What does that mean for the future of this season? And where can the Thunder go up the tanking standings? SGA sits out with an ankle injury. What we know to this point about that injury and a wholehearted thank you to Wendell Carter Jr. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast, the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunder Pod. Email the show, LO Thunder Pod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Bet Online, we're going to dive into the biggest win of the season for the Thunder, which was actually a loss to the Orlando Magic. A big thank you to Wendell Carter Jr. Where the Thunder sit, 11 games left in the season. A big week ahead for the future of this franchise. And Lindy Waters breaks out in Orlando. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. But we start with the big win, which was a loss to Orlando. The Thunder lose. Thank you to Window Carter Jr., who had 30 points, 30 points, 16 rebounds. Two assists, two steals, a block, did have five turnovers, but shot 80% from the floor and two for three from three in 30 minutes of action. Carter was one of three Magic players in double figures, and no one had more than 11. That was Franz Wagner, and Mo Wagner had 10. That was it. Without Wendell Carter Jr., the Magic lose this game, and it flips the entire season on its head kind of because these are two important games this year for both teams the the thunder and magic played tonight they'll play again on wednesday that time in oklahoma city these are must lose games for two teams who are tanking and looking for uh, better draft odds the thunder have a 10-man rotation uh, i should say the magic have a 10-man rotation the thunder due to injuries have a nine-man rotation no sga in this one but looks to be playing tomorrow against boston on the second night of a back-to-back Look, this is a all-time tanking move. Yes, it's a back-to-back. And yes, SGA's been driven into the ground, especially without Josh Giddy on the floor and having to take the usage and the load and playing 33-plus minutes a night and scoring 30-plus points a night and being the only source of offense. But it's very convenient that you sit out SGA against Orlando and have him ready to go against Boston, especially after, of course, the day off uh, and on the front end of the back-to-back, a game in which you could have won. The way Boston's playing right now, even with SGA playing, and even if you were at entirely full strength, that would be an incredibly hard game to win no matter what. So without SGA, you get blown out against Boston. With SGA, you probably still lose to Boston because of how good they're playing right now. And so it's a calculation. It's it's just a, a calculated move by the Thunder to sit him against Orlando, a game you must lose 
and let him play against Boston, a game that even if he plays, even if he scores 35 plus points, the Thunder are probably not going to win. Again, just based on how Boston's playing. Now, Boston could sit everybody and take a game off tomorrow on their second night of a back-to-back. They could do many of things to cause this to kind of go in reverse here. But all this to say, this was a calculated tanking decision because this loss is massive. This loss can change the future of the franchise, just as the win against the Clippers last year, the last game of the season, changed the course of the franchise in that draft and changed your positioning and changed who you end up with. Now, now Sam Presti, to his credit, still got Josh Giddy, who's a fantastic player, but that kind of made you miss out on Evan Mobley, that and the coin toss with Cleveland, yada, yada, yada. These games where you lose and Poku goes three for 20 in 31 minutes, it's hard to watch, obviously. It's hard to watch this team with no SGA. It's hard to watch this team playing so bad. It's hard to watch this team as they sit near the bottom of the standings. But on lottery night, it can all be worth it. And you know how you make it worth it on lottery night? It's by increasing your odds at that top overall pick. The Thunder sit three games back now of Houston for the worst record in the, in the NBA. The Thunder are a game and a half back of Orlando for the second worst record in the NBA. Folks, that's big. You want to know why? You play Orlando Wednesday. That gets you a game back right there if you lose. And we all can admit Boston should handle business Monday and beat the Thunder. I know it sounds small, but the percentage change from 12.5 where the Thunder are at right now to 14 where the, where the Magic are at is massive for the first overall pick. Not to mention it hires your floor on that pick. This loss is huge for the Thunder. They're on a nine-game losing streak. They're one in nine in the last 10 games. They're 20 and 51. You're almost there. You're almost at the finish line of this season, and it can be very rewarding. Because for the Thunder in this draft class, the difference between pick one, two, three, and four, it's massive. Look, I, I like Jaden Ivey as much as anybody else, and he's a really, really good basketball player. But you're already seeing questions about the fit between SGA and Josh Giddy. Can you imagine throwing Jaden Ivey in there? Now, you should still take the best player available because you just never know what's going to happen in basketball, and if you have good players in basketball, things typically work out. But it'd be a lot easier to make the puzzle pieces fit if you get Jabari Smith. If you get Paulo Bencaro, if you get Chet Holmgren. And if it takes losing 10, 11, 12, 13 straight games, then so be it. And again, it doesn't guarantee anything. Teams fall out of their projections all the time. But you want to have the best odds. That's not an argument to not have the best chance and set yourself up for the for success in the best way possible. And that's what you're doing by losing to the Magic. You're setting yourself up for success. Now, things can still fall through, just like in your everyday life, whenever you think that you've, that you've set yourself on the right path, and then you find an obstacle in the road. But you still have to do everything right leading up to that moment on your end. And we'll see if the ping pong balls hold up their end of the bargain. Because this upcoming stretch of games is incredibly important for the Thunder. Celtics and Magic, the next two up. We talked about that again. Celtics should be a loss. And then Magic, do you rest SGA again on Wednesday and just try to get swept by the Magic? That would be huge for the tank. You've lost the season series to Houston. You would get swept by the Magic. That's big time.
And then you go at Nuggets, who are right now spiraling a little bit and trying to avoid the play-in. So they're going to have a lot to play for in what should be a gimme game for the Nuggets. You play the Trailblazers, that'd be a very tough game to lose. You're probably going to win at Portland. You play the Hawks, again, a team trying to hold on, cling to that play-in spot, and elevate themselves up the Eastern Conference standings. That's a must-win for the Hawks. Then you have another tank game against the Pistons. Another must-lose game. You do whatever you have to do to lose to the Pistons. I know it goes against everything about being a sports fan, about being a competitor, about loving sports, but if all you have to do is sacrifice these couple of games and purposely lose against the Magic twice and the Pistons once, and, uh, and, and even for these next 11 games, you trade these next 11 games for a decade of Chet Holmgren, for a decade of Jabari Smith, for a decade of a top three pick and whoever that ends up being for the Thunder. And then you play the Suns, who, okay, they're probably going to be coasting. You know, right? Like they've kind of locked up the best record in the NBA, even without Chris Paul, and they're going to be resting that close to the end of the year, probably. Then you play the Blazers again. Tough, tough to beat the Blazers uh, because of how bad they are. Jazz at Utah. The Jazz and Mavericks and Nuggets are all in this kind of jumbled mess to where that's going to be a very important game for Utah. At Lakers, now. Who knows what this game means for the Lakers? It could be at that point in the year, only one game left in the season. It, it could be where the, the Lakers have lost ground in the play and they're out of the play and they just don't care anymore. Or it could be where they're at right now, where it's just like, you know what? We're in the play in. Who cares if it's in New Orleans or in LA? We're in the play in. We got to go take care, of, take care of business. Doesn't matter. So who knows what it'll look like for the Lakers with an aging roster, trying to rest AD and get him healthy. Again, aging with LeBron and Russell Westbrook. Who knows what they look like in LA uh, for that game. And then Clippers, same thing there. The Clippers have no incentive to tank or to lose the game because you own their protected first-round pick. However, uh, at that point, the standings could look very finalized to where you might as well just wait it out, rest your guys, and then play in that play-in tournament and and have your best shot there. Because again, the the Clippers have no reason to lose the play-in or throw the play-in because they don't have their first-round pick anyway. So losing the plane and making that first-round pick better doesn't matter to them because it's unprotected to Oklahoma City. So coming up, let's talk about where those picks are for the Thunder right now, where they could be, and discuss what happened in today's game against the Orlando Magic. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's so good. They even have Built Bar Puffs, which is like a marshmallow treat. But Built Bars are a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar with 100% chocolate on the outside of every bar. They are phenomenal. Go check them out today. They have amazing flavors, low calorie, high protein. Replace candy bars with Built Bars. Built Bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which typically has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen net carbs. These great flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and my personal favorite, cookies and cream, are why you should be going and checking out Built Bar today at Built.com. Using the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. I want to tell you right now, but our good friends over at the Locked On Now podcast. Folks, thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. 
We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Your next listen, go check out the Lockdown Now podcast, a nightly recap of every NBA game with a breakdown from our local experts. It's free and available across all platforms of podcast podcatchers and on YouTube. So go check it out. And it's a nightly whip around show of every NBA game from the night before with local experts who have boots on the ground, including myself recapping this magic game. Go check it out because we know it's hard to listen to and watch every single game around the association. So check out the Lockdown Now podcast. Brought to you, of course, by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. Subscribe right here for Thunder Podcast every single day. We're here for you. Talking Thunder basketball, free and available across all platforms. Every episode is free. Now let's dive into where these picks are at right now. The picks are the most important part of this season. It's the most important part of this franchise. It is going to determine what the Thunder do from here on out. And right now, these picks stand at pick four, pick 15 from the Clippers, pick 30 from the Suns, and pick 34. Those are your picks. And the drop-off from three to four, you know, from whoever is your three out of Chet, Jabari, and Paolo, is pretty um, steep to me, in my opinion. However, just as the Thunder might not value, and this is, again, it's just a guess, might not value Jaden Ivey as much as Paolo, Chet, and Jabari due to positional needs and positional, and just the roster fit that they have right now. On the flip side, if you already have a lot of wings or if you already have a big, you might would rather have Jaden Ivey. And so maybe a trade there would be easier in the sense of trading a draft pick or a draft pick with no sweeteners. As the Thunder don't really have a ton of sweeteners. They just have a ton of picks to throw in and try to overwhelm somebody. So due to where the Thunder are at right now and where this roster stands, there's a big difference. You wonder what the difference between 12.5 and 14 is. There's a big difference in the Thunder landing in the top three and the Thunder landing first overall and getting the pick of the litter because I trust Sam Presti to make the right selection. I trust Sam Presti whenever he has all the cards on the table and every prospect available to him, I trust him to make the right call. So I think it's a huge difference. And I, and I personally would gladly trade in 11 games of terrible, terrible basketball that only a mother could love for the return of a top pick or as close to it as you possibly can get. And if it messes up and you do all this and you still don't get the top overall pick or top three pick, so be it. So be it. But you've got to do and control what you can control. You can't control the lottery. You just can't. But you can control setting yourself up for success in that lottery. And that's what it's all about. Could the Thunder trade picks 15 and 30 to get higher and let's say go to 10 or 9? It's still too far out to say that. There's going to be guys who climb in this draft from March Madness. There's going to be guys who climb in this draft from the combine, from private workouts, who just kind of impress people and just sweep them away off their feet. It's too early to tell what that middle-ish part looks like in terms of how NBA teams will value them. What if somebody just goes and measures out very well and then has an incredible vertical and just blows away private workouts and a team falls in love with them and doesn't want to move off pick 12. But moving up from 15 to 12, 10, even nine, maybe should be pretty doable in this draft. It's just a matter of, is there somebody worth doing that for now, the value for the thunder and doing that. And we're going to talk about this a ton moving forward would be because you don't really have three roster spots to give away to rookies. You can make it happen. It's easy to make it happen, but do you really want to? 
again, it's easy to cut bait with a Ty Jerome or a Muscala who loves the program and loves the franchise and wants to be here and, and, and mentor guys. It's easy to cut bait with Taylor Maldon, who grades out as the worst player in the NBA. Just factually speaking, that's how he grades out. It's easy to cut bait and trade Kenny Hustle because he has so much value and can be a, a player on all 30 teams, especially on winning teams. It's easy to make those roster spots. It's a question of if you want to make those roster spots. So consolidating these three picks into two is more beneficial for the Thunder if you want to keep you know these other guys. But the Thunder can easily take on three three rookies and might want to take on three rookies. So we'll see what the Thunder look like moving forward and what the draft looks like moving forward. Wednesday will tell us a lot. Every time we do this to the Thunder, it bites us, right? Every time we say, oh, there's no way they lose this game. The tank is incoming. Let's go. Tank gifts all over Twitter. They find a way to win. But goodness gracious, the, the, the Celtics are playing so good right now. I'm just counting that as a loss automatically. So if you lose your 10th straight game, and then your 11th straight game is to Orlando and you lose that game too and you get swept in the season series by Orlando, oh my gosh, you're in such great position. And the future isn't that far away. Being finished with tanking isn't that far away. And we'll talk about that all summer long. We're going to stay five days a week throughout the entire offseason, so we have a lot of time to cover and a lot of time to cover that subject. But that's how important getting a top three pick is. And if it means trading in these 11 games for an entire season of purposely losing, sure, go ahead. Let, let, let's just trade in these 11 games right now and cash that ticket the best we can. But the game overview, why the Thunder only had nine players to uh, to utilize. Josh Giddy out with a hip injury. Jerry out with that foot injury. Uh, he's still rehabbing. No timeline update yet for Mark. He's obviously missed that six-week timeline uh, just that they initially gave us, but they've not given us a new timeline yet. The Thunder haven't on that injury. Mark says it's a broken slash fractured bone. So we don't really know where that stands, but he seems to be progressing nicely on that return to play protocol. SGA out, but Mark did say pregame, look, he's out, but the hope is he'll play tomorrow against Boston. It's just kind of managing that ankle soreness that he's been dealing with for all season long. So it's not like a an overt tanking. He has been dealing with ankle soreness all season long, including this week. But managing that better and letting him play only one game of the back-to-back uh, is where the Thunder land right now. And so he should be back against Boston. I'd be pretty surprised if he's not. Uh, so we'll see where, where that lands in a couple of hours. Derek Favors out with a back injury. Lou Dort out with a shoulder injury. Ty Jerome out with a hip injury. Mike Muscala out with an ankle injury. And Kenny Hustle out with that knee injury. So that narrows it down. The Thunder available players, Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins, Pokashevsky, Baisley, Roby, Lindy Waters, Olivier Saar, Vitkretchi, and Taylor Melvin. For the Magic, they only really missed Robin Lopez, Terrence Ross, Will Bowl, Jonathan Isaac, guys who they really haven't had at all this year. The big one was losing uh, Jalen Suggs in this game. You know, he, he was out pregame. So not having Suggs hurt them a bit. But oh, this was a, if you want to know what tanking is, if an NBA fan wants to jump into the fray and become an NBA fan overnight and they don't understand the concept of tanking, show them this game. This was tanking chess, as I put it on Twitter, at Ryland underscore Styles. This was a, a chess match of tanking. They were in like the 50s, like in the fourth quarter, it felt like it was just a sloppy, messy, messy game. Darius Baisley was nice, 18 points, a steal, a rebound, four for seven from the line, two for five from three, six for 11 from the floor, three fouls. Baisley, I've liked his uh, poise offensively. You keep changing the moving parts around him and, and the roster around him, and he keeps delivering, but you can't really tell much from a game like this whenever there's just he's just in a role that he just won't typically be in. 
in his NBA life. Like, like this is a unique scenario. Lindy Waters was very impressive. 12 points, six rebounds, an assist, a steal, two fouls, four for six from three. Uh, better defensively in this game, but the Magic just were an awful offensive team tonight, so it's it's kind of hard to balance that again just in a one-game sample size. But I really have liked what we've seen from Lindy Waters, and I think that, you know, with these two-way guys, I totally understand why fans might be standoffish or skeptical, but what we've seen so far from Lindy Waters on an NBA floor and in the G League, but specifically in the NBA – it shows why the Thunder invested a two-year two-way deal on him. And this is an NBA team that takes two-way seriously. It's not one that waits until January to fill their two-way spot. They love finding diamonds in the rough after the draft and at the, at the summer league. They love having their two-way spots filled, and they love trying to give them NBA jobs. We've seen it countless, countless times. And so to preoccupy a spot, with Lindy Waters before the draft happens, before you see who goes undrafted and, and who you like from your workouts, it's, it shows a, a bigger commitment from the Thunder than any other team because of their clear pathway to the NBA. And you're seeing that if he can just become a playable defender, he can stick in the NBA. And he will stick in the NBA if he can become a playable defender. And he's going to spend all offseason long trying to become a better defender. And with the Thunder's track record of overhauling a player's defense and improving a player's defense, you've got to feel pretty good that they can get through to Lindy Waters and make him a playable defender with his other skill sets and make him an NBA player. So we'll see how that goes in the offseason. But first, you should go to betonline.net. It's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us. For the latest odds, contests, player props, betonline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Bet online remains the best spot for all your sporting scores, podcasts, and news this year. It's not just basketball. Bet online continues to have sources and scores for your sports betting needs, including live betting and Vegas casino games and baseball, basketball, football, everything else. Head over to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown NBA Podcast. It's local Lockdown experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available across all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. So go check it out today, Lockdown NBA. Now, let's continue diving into this game against the Magic, which was a huge victory, even though it was a loss for the Thunder. Isaiah Roby plays well, 11 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, 4 fouls, 2 turnovers, 40% from the floor. Again, an environment where it's nice that he has these, you know, this double-double, but what does it really mean? Felt bad for Trey Mann. He was back home in Central Florida, had a lot of family and friends there from what you'd gather. And he just kind of was pressing too much and didn't have, you know, the, the safety net of SGA, Josh Giddy there to help him out. Scores 13 points, two steals, an assist, a block, five rebounds, but shot 26% from the floor. Vic Critchie, nice little game. Nice cuts from him, eight points, five rebounds, an assist, two steals, a turnover, 60% from the floor, 50% from three. Nice game from Vit. So how did the Thunder lose this game besides Wendell Carter Jr.? Thank you so much, Wendell Carter Jr., the, the city of Oklahoma City owes you a huge present if this team lands in the top three of the draft. 
because you carried the magic tonight and you were the heart and soul of this game. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Wendell Carter Jr. So how did the Thunder lose this game? They once held an eight-point lead. The Magic's largest lead was seven. Twelve times the lead changed hands. Eleven times this game was tied. Sixty boards for the for the Magic. Forty-seven for the Thunder. The Magic had 21 turnovers. OKC had 16. Now listen to this, folks. Despite the Magic having more turnovers than the Thunder, they also had more points off those turnovers in a big way, 23 to 6. So they capitalized and the Thunder didn't in that margin. The Magic also uh, out-rebounded the Thunder 60 to 47. Uh, I, I think that the Magic also won points in the paint 42 to 30, uh, 42 to 34. Second chance points goes to Orlando 17 to 6. The bench for OKC, though, did outscore Orlando's 34 to 28. And Orlando, of course, lost fast break points 10 to 6. Orlando won the first and fourth quarter. OKC won the, the second and third quarter. And then Orlando, of course, won the game. The Thunder shot 32% from the floor, 27% from three, and 66% from the free throw line. The Magic shot 38% from the floor, 32%, or I should say 22% from three, and 79% from the line. The bet of the day brought to you by Bet Online was OKC plus eight and a half. That cashes in. My moneyball pick for who led the team in three pointers made was Darius Spacely. and in fact was Lindy Waters the four. Uh, you know, Lindy Waters the third with four. Lindy Waters MVP of the game. Up next on the Locked On Thunder podcast after this massive win against the Orlando Magic, Tuesday Celtics recap. Wednesday a special episode. We're going to wrap up the first weekend and preview the second weekend of the NCAA tournament and preview that that Magic game with Richard Stamen of Locked On NBA Draft on Thursday. Recap that Magic game and Friday. We're going to grade your takes, so send them in on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles, or if you don't have Twitter, on the email address, lothunderpod at gmail.com. Send your takes in and your questions in. We're going to react to them and grade them on Friday. A lot of fun on that episode. So subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. It's totally free. Subscribe on any podcasting platform. So make sure you're doing that. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to